fear and anxiety can run in on you. Depression can begin to arrest you. Uncertainty when it comes to even your finances. Job security, they start to talk about laying things off and, and, and you're not getting the raises that you want or, the, or even progression as you would desire to see. Uncertain times are inevitable. But as I said, God in uncertain times want to reveal his supremacy. He wants it to be known that I am the one who's making a way. And once the way is made, there's really only one option to freedom, success, and even salvation. And that way is forward. Pastor Martin delivers a message from Exodus 14, verses 10 through 16. When trying to navigate the complexities of life's challenges or the just various activities that you may encounter as you journey on in life, it seems inevitable that at some point in your journey, you're going to need to call upon the network of the global positioning system, better known as GPS. The reality that we say is that it's become almost a necessity because when we find ourselves traveling to areas of unknown or unfamiliar territory, it is necessary. I, after relocating here, realized that, that it was necessary for me because I didn't know which way to go, which way to turn. Oftentimes, I would find myself saying, it looks like I've been here before, only to discover I'd never been there before. But here's the thing, the, the GPS offers you turn-by-turn -turn directions. It will either tell you to turn right or tell you to turn left. And if you happen to just be going in the wrong direction, to say, just make a U-turn. <laughs> either way, it's trying to provide you with some guidance and some understanding. However, we see in our text today that the modern GPS had a predecessor. It was a divine GPS. And this divine GPS, God himself, when they found themselves leaving Egypt, we see that they said, we are familiar with Egypt, but out here in the wilderness, we're in unfamiliar territory. And here's the thing, as I told you before, that the GPS we use today would say either go left or go right or take a U-turn. But the divine GPS in the text said, just tell the children of Israel, forward is the only direction I'm giving. Now you need to understand that when they found themselves there, they were there facing the Red Sea. So if they're gonna go forward, they have to somehow get through the sea. There's an old song that I love. The song says, take the Lord with you everywhere you go. And what I love is when it starts to, to wind up, it says, you're going to need him. You're going to need him. You're going to need him everywhere you go. 
I would imagine that somebody here today that if it had not been for God's guide in your life, if it had not been for God, the divine GPS, helping you to navigate some unfamiliar places, you would say, I would have been shipwrecked. But God told me to turn, gave me the direction I needed, turn from my wicked ways and turn to him. And ever since that day, something has changed. Now, this takes me to my first point for the day because there's four things I'm going to emphasize in this message. And the first thing I want to emphasize is that in uncertain times, God wants to or desires to reveal his supremacy. See, when things seem to be uncertain, God wants to, in those moments, show you that he reigns over all things. No matter how big, no matter how great, no matter how long, no matter how wide, that whatever it is you find yourself faced with, God says, I still am able to reign over that. Remember when Moses said when he was going into Egypt, he says, who shall I tell them sent me? God says, just tell them I am that I say I am. What he was trying to say, I don't know what you need right now, but when you need it, I'll be what you need when you need it, every time you need it. I am that I am. See, we know this because if you were in that same chapter, the 14th chapter, slide up to verse number four. Here's what Jesus, here's what, here's what God tells them. He says, then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them and I will gain honor over Pharaoh this day. He said, I'm going to show Pharaoh who's in charge. I'm going to show myself to be faithful. Now, it's important because historic resources, biblical resources tell us that at the time that the exodus took place, the Egyptians were worshiping some 35 different gods and goddesses. They had 35. They were accustomed, the children of Israel were accustomed to their being all these gods they had a God for the sun, God for the moon, a God for the water, had a God for sickness, for fertility, a God for all types of things that you might face in your life. And even there are other sources that tell us that the 10 plagues were not just random, that each one of those 10 was God challenging their worship of that God. The God of the Nile, he challenged him because he said, I'm going to turn that to blood. And can he stop me? He came because I'll turn it right back when I get ready to. He was showing himself to be supreme that they might know that he was the one true God. Here's the thing. If you've journeyed at all in this life, You've had some uncertain times. Times of uncertainty are inevitable. Times in which you are uncertain about your, the, heart, the things of your heart, the matters of your heart, your relationships, broken relationships, challenges and things with, with the relationship you have with those whom you care about. You felt uncertain about even how uh, uh, your very health and your well-being. I was just talking with a steward earlier. She was talking about it's been a rough year health-wise. But I had to remind her, I said, boy, but you don't look like what you've been through. 
because you're standing here. No, uh, she's not just standing here. She was singing here. Stand up, Sister Linda. Let them see. Look, see, 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 see right here in the red suit. She, she was all, she was saying how all she'd gone through over the year. But boy, when they started singing, she said, let them, let them know. God has been good to me. So there are times of uncertainty that we'll face, even in uncertainty in terms of your own state of being. Fear and anxiety can run in on you. Depression can begin to arrest you. Uncertainty when it comes to even your finances. Job security, they start to talk about laying things off and, and, and you're not getting the raises that you want or, the, or even progression as you would desire to see it. Uncertain times are inevitable. But as I said, God in uncertain times want to reveal his supremacy. He wants it to be known that I am the one who's making a way. Amity has had some uncertain times. It's already been documented, but let me just run it back to you. So in its first three years, five different locations, somebody described it, we were like vagabonds, <laughs> nomads. And even the description said that at one point we were going back and forth from one hotel to the next. Watch this. And then the Lord calls Pastor Smith the second year into retirement. We're just getting started. <laughs> We're just getting started, Pastor Smith. What, what are you talking about? It's time to retire. Second year. Uncertain times. Then watch this. And not to mention the fact, the fact that a global pandemic hit right as the church was getting ready to put its toe on its third anniversary. 15 months of no in-person worship. And then we have to go find a pastor and they found some man all the way up there in Indiana. <laughs> Pastor Smith been pastoring all these years. He don't know somebody around here he could have called. <laughs> some, some strange man, I think they say he's from Indianapolis or Minneapolis, one of them cities up there, but he ain't from around here. And then just as a church, six months out of us, out of, the, uh, of our time of suspending in-person worship. Install a new pastor. Amity has seen some uncertain times. But Amity stands here in confident assurance and can declare if it had not been for the Lord, who was on our side, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? If it hadn't been God keeping it together, if it hadn't been God continue to stir, if it had not been God's hand on it, there wouldn't be an amity. But God had it in his hand. And he said, whatever I got in my hand, you can't pluck it out. So uh, in uncertain times, 
God wants us to understand that he is still supremely reigning. The next thing I want to emphasize today is this. And that is that, that the way that they were taking, God actually chose it. They weren't at the Red Sea because they were lost. They were at the Red Sea because God took them to the Red Sea. Okay, you don't believe it. If you go over to chapter 13, if you look at verse 18, you see there that God said, said lead the people around the way of the wilderness. For those who said that we were like vagabonds, we were in the wilderness, God said Ammon is going to start by going through the wilderness. So we see that God positioned them there. And if you go over to uh, chapter, uh, chapter 14, verse 2, you find that he even puts them in a place where they're kind of walled in. They got two choices. And they begin to choose the latter. Moses, didn't we tell you we wanted to stink? I don't know. I don't know if anybody came over and joined Amity and then got here and realized they ain't got no building. <laughs> and then you say, I don't know about my membership. <laughs> and then when they moved from that beautiful place over there on Custer, now they're over in old rundown theater. I don't know if I'm still going to stay here with Amity. Somebody said, amen, there it is. <laughs> because in uncertain time, we naturally want to go back to that which we're familiar with. But the path that they were taking, God took them on. So here's what we can be assured of. There's a, there's a personal implication that any one of us can take today. And that the, no matter how you came about or no matter how your life has gone, you can trust that either God chose that way for you or he allowed that way for you. And now we can apply that to Amity once again because no matter how we would have planted a church and how we would have seen it gone, no matter what we would say about the journey to this point, either God chose this way for us or he allowed this way for us. But either way, God is still on the throne. I know I'm yelling, but I'm excited. You know how you get, you're excited when you get to yelling, you get, you're just excited. See, all the amens you're hearing coming from the front row, that's my mama, y'all. And I'm glad to have my mama, 87 years old. Wait, stand up and wave at her mama. That's my mama. I've got some other family. I'll introduce them later, but... I was excited that Mama, at 87, jumped in the, in the back seat of the minivan and rode 14 hours to be here. So I'm glad of that. The third thing that I want to point out about what's in our text today is that God only gave them one option, forward. 
forward was the only, he's now GPS, remember, could give you other directions. Go right, go left, U-turn. But God says, forward is it. Moses, tell the people, go forward. Now, I want you to see something because in verse 14, Moses sounds very resolute. He's like, stand still and see the salvation of God. But something happened between 14 and 15 because then God said, Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell the people to go forward. There's a revelation that can be gained from the human body. The human body is best designed for forward movement. Take for a moment and consider your arms best reach forward. Your knees bend. Your feet are facing. Your eyes are facing. All of which are used as a part of movement and that movement is best when forward. So we understand that there's something to be said about how God has even shaped us and molded us that speaks of God wanting us to have forward motion. Forward motion. When we look back, we look back not to move but to reflect. See, when I think about the goodness of Jesus, see, I'm not looking forward when I say that I'm looking back and see it. Because when I look back and see that he's been faithful to me, I trust that he's, all, he's still being faithful and that he will continue to be faithful as I go forward. So, forward. But there's also a spiritual implication because watch this, your armor, your spiritual armor is only for the front. There's no back plate of righteousness. There's no cheap shield. Everything that God gave you for your spiritual journey is for your forward movement. And here's something else. He says that goodness and mercy will follow you. So if you happen to start stepping back, you might run into them. Because he said they're behind you because you're supposed to be moving forward. That leads me to my last point for the day. Forward we God. Forward we, God. Because if the message is forward is the only option, it seemed like we would naturally say forward we go. But forward we, God. Because we're out here because God ordained it. You can go off and do a whole lot of things that God ain't involved in. But we want to go forward and do what God has in store for us to do. So here's the last thing that I want to share with you. The army has 
a, a command that says forward march. Do we have any military people here? Anybody just wave your hand. I ain't going to have you to come up and do nothing. Just, just let it be known. We thank you for your service, as we often do. Amen. Forward march is a command that follows another practice, and it's called marking time. And the way this looked for those of you that are like me, listen, I'm, I might get it wrong, brothers and sisters, if you've been marching and been, you, you did 20 years in the military. I have not. <laughs> My marching is just preach marching, okay? <laughs> it won't be real. I won't get it right, but I will get it the best I can, right? But part of what is intended is that when the soldiers are getting ready to march forward, they have them to do what's called mark time. And marking time is intended to get everybody on one accord. Get everybody in lockstep with one another. Make sure everybody's in place. And so it goes like this. They say, you live, you live, you live, right, live, you live, you live, you live, right, live. Did I get it right? So you mark time to give time for everybody to get in place, to get in line. And Amity, here's what I come to tell you today, that God took five years and had us marking time, moving back and forth, going from place to place, moving here to there, giving us time to all come together, get on one accord, get behind the vision, say, I am Amity. So here's how that looks. Five years ago, you live, you live, you live, right, live. And during that time, you trying to decide, am I going to stay because we ain't got no building? <laughs> you live, you live. I don't know about this new preacher. He's a young guy. He always smiling. He got a gold tooth. <laughs> you live, you live, you live. I don't know why did he leave his church. He pastored 18 years up there. Why did he leave? They must have kicked him out. You live, you live, you live. I, I don't know about this thing. I mean, I don't know. Our ministries don't look like they're taking off and I, we ain't seeing no new people come. You live, you live, you live. I live. Okay, okay, okay. I guess the guy can preach a little bit. It seemed like things are going to last, but how they going to do, Pastor Smith? You live, you live, you live, right, live. All of these things were our marking of time. But I come today to tell you, Amity, God has said it's now time to stop marking time because I'm ready to tell you, forward march! Forward march! It's time for us to move forward into what God has ordained. Forward march! That wraps up another awesome word. If you're in need of prayer, counsel, or if we can assist in any way, please don't hesitate to ask. 
If you would like to join, contact us, or receive these and other sermon notes, visit us at amitybc.org. Until next week, be blessed.